0: Uh, this podcast you should be listening to, subscribed to, and downloading every single week. I tried to do You tried to, tried do, to that. do Johnny Carson. No, or some, no, or like not even... Something. I tried you to tried do to like do... an old-timey dude... Like an an old-timey person. This is
1: old-timey radio. Welcome.
0: (laughs) 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 What in tarnation is the same report, Junior? (laughs) I don't know what that
1: is. I don't know. I don't know what
0: voices are.
1: I was thinking more like Adam West speaking through the uh, (laughs) toilet paper tube. Oh,
0: my God. Anyways, so this is a podcast. I've already said that. I'm one of your hosts, Dale (laughs) Decker.
1: I'm the other host, Zach Jarowick. Dale. 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 Oh, God. Dale. Zach. Dale.
0: Zach. I swear to God.
1: I'm a weak man, Hold Dale. Hold on. Okay. I don't know. No. Whatever you're about to guess, it's wrong. So okay. don't even worry.
0: Alright. You're a weak man.
1: So <laughs> you know how I've talked to you I may have said this on the podcast last week. I don't know. I've definitely talked to you in real life about this. There's a big there's a big old Twin Peaks box set coming out.
0: Yeah. yeah. We've talked about
1: it. Hundred and seventy-ish dollars after tax yep. and everything. Yep. Comes out in December.
0: Mhm.
1: One of twenty-five thousand made, and because Amazon is freaking Amazon, they're not going to charge me for it till they ship it, which is good. That's good. Because if for some reason I'm twenty-five thousand in one and they can't send me one. It's nice that they didn't take my money. Yeah. But also, I'd rather they take my money and guarantee that I'm 24999 ninety nine. Like, to be <laughs> uh, totally honest, I'd rather they I did hear that.
0: You. I, I actually have a story about that, maybe. I don't know. Continue.
1: <laughs> but, uh, so I've been listening to my rewatch podcast. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, I finally hit when they were all talking about season three. The one that came out two years ago. We just recently reached the two year anniversary of when that season ended and yeah. I got really 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 needful to watch that season again Who okay. so I may have gone to YouTube and I may have bought that season for $40 after already definitely getting oh, it once from now my God. <laughs> just so I can watch it now again legitimately and then also rewatch it again whenever I get to season 3 which will probably be like January-ish of next year <laughs> So I may have, before this podcast, been watching, definitely watched the first episode, watched like the first five minutes of the second episode, and I really want to be done recording so I can go back and finish that episode now, because my brain is melting from all of the Twin Peaks thinking that my brain has been doing. Hi! I'm a broken man, Dale. Yeah.
0: Oh my god! So like, do you um, own it? Hold on. Yes, do you... I own
1: it on YouTube. Okay. Specifically, season three. I own season three, the return, the special event series, whatever version title you want to give it. I own that. I don't. I can access the other two seasons through like both Netflix and I think Amazon Prime. But I really wanted to rewatch that third season. Right now. Again.
0: I mean, I get it. It's just super funny. So it's I like... say,
1: so essentially, I have spent what like. What was originally advertised is like, oh. First day, special offer, $140. I waited three days, and so like that $140 offer went off the table, and it was like, actually, it's 159 dollars mm-hmm. plus tax. Okay, so it's $166. Sure, I'm still going to put my money down and guarantee that, even though technically through an Amazon pre-order, it's not a guarantee, so who nope. knows what happens in December.
0: Well, at least now you have it. Now you that, can watch it. So
1: now, now I can guarantee at least I have that third season, right? It's yeah. like I definitely have access to the three seasons of Twin Peaks, and if I want to watch the movie, Movie, it's like a three dollar rental toll on Amazon. Like oh I've got god. that option. Oh my god. That's that movie's great. important. It gives you very important detail. It's an essential <laughs> part of the process. And what I have not seen yet wow. in all of this is the like two hours <laughs> of deleted scenes from that movie that I haven't watched yet. It's oh a two, two and a half god. hour movie with two hours of deleted scenes. Dale yeah. David Lynch wow. is insane.
0: That's incredible. <laughs> I love
1: him, but he's nuts.
0: That's incredible. So, that's so funny.
1: I, um. This also kicked off like a weird thing where I was like, I'm going to watch all of the David Lynch movies because really, Firewalk with Me, the Twin Peaks movie, is the only David Lynch movie I'd seen. So I was like, what if I start from the beginning? And I watched mm-hmm. Eraserhead. Very good. Enjoyed that. Yep. Started, uh, the elephant man and i'm like slogging through it i don't know why it's not a bad movie yeah i've liked it as i've sat down and watched it but also after 20 minutes i'm like i need to do something else that isn't watch this movie right now
0: jesus i so, um yeah i've never next seen is dude elephant we'll man. see what
1: happens when i get to that but
0: Mm-mm. yeah i've never seen but racerhead
1: very good i watched that it took me two nights to watch that just because like i started watching it at 10 o'clock one night oh yeah exhausted. yeah exhausted yeah. so yeah. like that's not a movie you should watch when you're tired no Rain will never forgive you. Yeah,
0: I really like Eraserhead. Um, It's a bizarre movie, but I really, really like it. Yeah, Um,
1: bizarre is like that was literally the only descriptor I ever had going into that movie. I was like, oh. It's that weird David Lynch movie that people talk about mm-hmm, sometimes. Mm-hmm. I knew nothing about that movie going in and watching it. Um I don't know if I know anything about that movie after watching it. I mean
0: it. basically <laughs> all you basically all you need to take from it is it's it's the like this is what I've heard and it makes sense when I think about a razor head, but yeah. it's basically all of the fears of becoming a father. Like, That's
1: kind of what I got out of it. Yeah. So cuz yeah. you
0: have you have the baby scene and the like Weird baby scene, and then you have that all of the the like dinner scenes and all of that. So it's like all of that anxiety. It's about like to me and what I've heard, like act actually in like discussions and whatnot. Is that it's basically like the anxiety of a relationship and then turning that into like a fatherhood
1: and like scenario. how your life you have to give up certain aspects of your life <laughs> to be a father. Yeah, kind all this of. other stuff. Yeah. Well,
0: and or how you have to adapt i wouldn't say give up but like because yes you're you shouldn't right. have I to. i think that
1: you should take out of that as adapt i think that he specifically yeah. feels like he is giving up things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if the weird dream where he loses his head means anything yeah exactly. it is that he fears he is losing <laughs> yeah
0: but like the <laughs> that baby i had no he...
1: idea by the way i had no idea what to expect when that dream started i was like oh his head popped oh his head popped off yeah
0: what are we doing? Yeah, I mean, there's that dancing chicken scene uh, that also, happens. Yeah, I mean, and like that yeah. is totally about like it's like meeting meeting the family of the of your yeah, of your significant I mean, other. I've
1: seen episode two, which is kind of episode three of Twin Peaks. I've I've seen weird things. Oh, when... Have
0: you? Have you, Zach? Have you?
1: <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> i've seen i've seen it i've listened to have three different seen... podcasts break it down i've watched it again
0: have you seen a little show called twin peaks i would oh have my never God. guessed that's um, great
1: here's the best thing about that that weirdness doesn't actually start until you're already four hours invested into that first season mm. oh fucking love it oh anyway
0: but no like that whole that's like and i didn't really get any of that stuff until after like during discussion and whatnot but like I still got something out of the movie. Like I still got that there was, you know, sh- sh- shit going down. It was just it's got fun a weird to rat watch. Baby Muppet for a child, and mm-hmm. I was like, what am I, What am I watching? Best, I wasn't expecting this. My favorite thing. So I had to. had to watch that show for a digital. That show. I had to watch that movie okay. for a digital audio course. Right in school, and uh, at the end of the. At the end of the course, we had to do a a shot for shot. Um, you know, project where... I was going to say we, remake. The remake. whole class yeah, sat down no, no. and remade
1: this weird yeah. movie.
0: No, we had to do a scene. We had to sh- do a shot-for-shot shot of a scene um, from one of the, like, movies that we had watched during the semester. Um, it it might have been, like, a between a certain amount. I did a scene from The Conversation, which I don't know if you've ever seen The Conversation. I have
1: seen The Conversation. Oh, Zach! That's a movie I need to re-watch because when I watched it, I was... Uh, shitty and I need to (laughs) because that was that that 8 o'clock film class where I slept through half the movies and the conversation I remember (laughs) like three quarters of Mm -hmm. and I really want to sit down and watch it again because Gene Hackman plays the saxophone everybody. It's a good movie.
0: Listen, I would watch that movie a hundred times more. I fucking love the conversation
1: here's the thing when we were introduced to the conversation what we were told by the professor was uh they wanted uh coppola to make godfather 2 and he was like well i want to make this movie first yeah. Yeah. so give me the money so, for that and i'll make godfather 2 and maybe... my mind immediately went to oh okay so i don't need to care about this movie because <laughs> godfather 2 is clearly the more important film yeah i was wrong by oh the way my God.
0: yeah i mean i freaking love godfather 2
1: but you've never seen it so no what? no no there's a point in time like so by the end of this class, here's the thing. By the end of, the, I think it's the same exact class, we started talking about, we got into an actual <laughs> conversation about like film directors yep. and like the, like art versus making shit for money, basically. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the, that was the end of that class was when we all had the revelation that J.J. Abrams, because this is like right after Super 8 had come out. Mm-hmm. So we were still like, we still thought J.J. Abrams, well, I mean, I still like J.J. J. Abrams, but also J.J. J. Abrams just likes money. But. This is a time when we all thought that J.J. Abrams was going to be the next Steven Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> eh, he's fine, but <laughs> but we all realized that he had written Gone. Ga- he he wrote Gone Fishing, with uh, Danny Glover and Joe Pesci, a complete bullshit movie that never should exist. But J.J. Abrams definitely needed the money and needed to get his foot in the door, and so he definitely sat down and was like, "I'll fucking write Gone Fishing. Sure, why yeah. not?" Yeah. And then he got to make like, he got to make, like, Cloverfield and Super 8 after that. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, that but, was the year we all kind of went, oh, yeah, that's right. Kinda, sometimes it's not yeah, about, yeah. like, the whole sellout thing. Sometimes you just have to sit down and make some money, and then you can make mm-hmm. the movies you want to make kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I that was a thing where I was like, I need to go back and watch the conversation now, now that I'm not a jackass.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you. I I just was so, so into it, and I, and I love Gene Hackman. Like, I love... And yes, the saxophone is the best. And
1: as, as an alto sax, like marching band player, uh, I love. I it. was like, oh my god, he's playing his
0: saxophone. I love saxophone, but and, but yeah. So, I did that scene, and um, I did the dream sequence. I don't know if that oh. means anything. Yeah, okay.
1: The fob, where he's like walking yes. around the yes. the, the, yep. the park. So yes, I did yes, that yes,
0: um, at Roger Williams Zoo, and that was a fun time. But a bunch of people did the baby scene from Eraserhead. And the chicken scene from Eraserhead.
1: So here's the thing. I definitely know what you mean by the chicken scene. There's a few baby scenes in that movie when you really knock like, come down to it. Uh,
0: okay. Which so
1: baby scene. the
0: the one the only one that I really remember is because people did it. Um, the one where he unwraps it. Okay, yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, the second you started talking, I was like, Oh, I bet she means the part yep. where like the fucking uh, vinegar and baking soda explosion happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So. Oh
1: my god, that scene, Dale.
0: Watching a bunch of <laughs> students do that scene and the different takes were just like, this. What the hell is going oh, on man. here, guys? Man. Like, yeah. I don't even
1: know how they did it, let alone trying to watch students recreate it. Like, I can't imagine.
0: Are you kidding uh, me? Watching my recreation of the conversation scene was was kind of painful. <laughs>
1: like, sure. I once uh, took, I took a uh, acting class. Ah, uh, one, acting 101, theater 101, sure. Mm-hmm. Where they made me go up and do like a three-man scene. And the one criticism I still remember from that is when someone was like, every single one of you would not stop shuffling back and forth oh from my... one side of the stage yeah, to the other with every so line. That's so funny. So, like, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah,
0: I get, I get it. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's so, so funny. We could get down that. We could go down that rabbit hole another time.
1: There's also, I mean, there's no video. This was before YouTube, so maybe I'm assuming video of this exists but does not exist on the internet, which is great. Uh, eighth grade talent show.
0: Oh, my God. Wait, is this uh, where you dressed as?
1: Yes. So, it's good talent show. <laughs> you uh, told the I was story. I love in, it. I was in. Yes, don't know. No, this was one of our first episodes. Yeah. Yes. When I was like, well, was it, did I tell you that it was the like the like smart people gifted class of people that did this, where was, like the like I don't this remember was like that. It's just like, oh, you're all the st- oh, what did they call it? <laughs> like I want to say special <laughs> gifted, but that sounds ridiculous, oh, but it was something God. like that, where it's like, oh, we're going to like Put you all off in like what's essentially a broom closet, and we're going to talk about like smarter things and more like high minded, gifted things than what your classes are talking about. But really, we all use as an excuse to like bullshit off because somehow we had convinced people we were talented in some way. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, we were, did nothing like a day in South Pacific, and I definitely danced in a grass skirt and coconut bra. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah you definitely, you cho- yeah, that's such yeah. a good story. So, <laughs> oh, it's so good oh
1: man oh uh,
0: god but yeah <laughs>
1: but yeah so my brain doesn't exist anymore i hear you it's been between control
0: yeah
1: it's twin peaks and it's just like my i can't i can't not think about the universe as like a the matrix we just the talked matrix. about the matrix with Cj and Devin. On a very special episode, which I... Has that come out yet? That's come out, yeah, so I can talk about it. So that's come out, you should all go look that up on the Say Report feed. That's a very special episode for this two-month period. Where we talked about the Matrix, I think so. I think it definitely, yeah, it definitely came out, so... Like, I can't express how much I've been thinking about how little reality matters, Dale. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, uh,
0: that's fun. uh, Oh, I don't know how to look at
1: time anymore. clocks mean nothing to me.
0: There's a big hand and a little hand. One is hour. One is minutes. And then there's a second hand. And What
1: happens when you go back in time and you steal the almanac from Biff? I just don't know anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hilarity and adventure
1: ensues. So, so that's been my week. Really? Is that like, I've been like, my week has been like a slow breakdown to just be like, just buy it. Just buy Twin Peaks (laughs) season three and watch it again cuz you know you want to. Oh my it's god. like fine, fine. And yes, I will spend the extra $5 on HD. Thank you. Oh my god. Thank god. you cuz that I'm sorry. I do not judge up. you
0: though. Here's part the thing. Eight. No judgment here.
1: Here because Here's the thing. There's one episode of season three that was became so important to people and so weird that they were like, when they did this giant box set that I'm getting, they're like, there's three things you're going to get in 4K ultra high def. You're going to get the pilot, you're going to get the European pilot, and you're going to get part eight of season three.
0: Jesus. Jeez.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, you, it's definitely gonna be worth it. You're gonna get oh, so yeah. much out of that. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna. Feel, I'm not gonna. Be, like,
1: not really gonna actually feel bad about this. I just can't believe I finally did it. Like I was just like, I fought with myself for so long, and I was like, you know what? I really want to watch Matthew Lillard. Well,
0: plus, wait, what?
1: Oh yeah, I was waiting to <laughs> pull that one on you. Matthew hey. Lillard shows up at the beginning of season three of Twin Peaks, but like today, Matthew Lillard, like yeah, but 25 that's years okay. older. I'm
0: like, okay with that. Like.
1: Or, oh, sorry. Fifteen years older than Stu Matthew Lillard. I'm, o-
0: I'm okay with that. That's fine. I love Matthew <laughs> Lillard. <laughs> uh,
1: um,
0: and now, but here's the other thing. Here's what you got to remember too. Now you have Twin Peaks season three portable. You can watch it anytime you freaking that's, want. That's
1: that's kind of what I kept telling myself. I was like,
0: Well, it's gonna be like be one
1: day where I'm gonna want to sit down and just watch it. Of and course, I'm have access to it on my phone.
0: Of course, so. if you get a digital code with the box set, then you'll. I
1: don't know. That wasn't on the list that. of things. Portable so, I don't know well,
0: yet. So, eh. But, yeah, for right now, you got a portable. That's good. Uh, no judgment. I mean, I, <laughs> I bought the deluxe edition of Control because I was like, I don't even care. You did. I don't even care. <laughs> I remember,
1: like, looking at that, and I was like, I, there's, like, one mission and, like, three extra outfits. What am I getting with <laughs> this again?
0: There are two two expansions and an extra mission. Oh, that's right, because
1: it's also, like, the season pass, too, yeah, right? So, yeah, like, whenever yeah. those come out, yeah, I'll just buy the... I, Here's the thing. I don't actually feel bad just buying expansions to control because I'm enjoying it so much. Yeah, I
0: know. So. For me, I was like, I just don't want to deal with it later. I just want to to be there. <laughs> um, but, yeah.
1: Oh, that's fine. There's a very special alan wake reference in that that's not just the fact that alan wake is in the game i finally saw it i'd say spoiled but there's a chance i'll never pick up whatever document explains this connection but there is Are you like not a doc- picking up
0: documents no i am oh. but that
1: doesn't mean i'm not missing them so i was like not upset when someone was like tweeted out like a picture of the document that gotcha. really does like the alan wake easter egg and i was like i'm so happy if i'm so happy reading this right oh, now if
0: there's a quantum break one i'm gonna
1: Oh God. Oh, crazy. I'm surprised um, we haven't seen that. Have you seen by the way, let's jump to control now. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the creepy puppet show yet? No. So you have to look at if you come across any like old school TVs, you need to watch them. Sometimes they just have the um the, the, the darling research videos yeah. on them. Yeah. Sometimes they have a creepy fucking puppet show.
0: Uh, okay. I have that seen makes at least sense. two
1: episodes of it now. And I have nightmares.
0: From... Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> like, I don't know if you ever watched the Candle Cove um, uh, <clears throat> shutters. Uh, is it? Oh, Channel Zero. The first season season had talked about it on um, on Say Report. But Channel Zero, which was the like anthology series that was put out it was like a weird thing because I think it was on sci-fi originally. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely get it on Shudder, the like Netflix horror streaming service. Yeah. I say Netflix, they're not connected to Netflix It's just like the easiest way to explain True, it yeah. it, is, it is like if Netflix was only ever a horror show
0: We talk <laughs> a, about Shudder a lot We do not yes. We are not sponsored
1: <laughs> No, I just like every now and then like I pay for it for like a few months and watch a bunch of stuff And then I haven't paid for it for a while And I'm going to go back and definitely pay for it again Because more stuff is coming out um, Nosferatu, which was written oh. by Stephen King's son And filmed in rhode island i know I my, wanna mother watch has, it. my mother has seen this show and i have not I, that is embarrassing
0: i want to watch it <laughs> it's also got zachary quinto
1: one of my biggest crushes mm-hmm. so i have to watch this show
0: mm-hmm. i mean so like
1: so um yeah so channel zero is definitely available on that and i think it's been available on different streaming services here and there but their very first season uh was called candle cove about this like uh Kids' puppet show that was like also basically demonic. Mm -hmm. Um, but like the creepiness of that is just like in these two little videos I've seen in Control.
0: That's great. (laughs) That are just
1: oh god, oh it's so, oh it's shuddering me now. I mean, is that.
0: after you find Marshall, because I haven't found oh, Marshall. Oh yeah, no, no,
1: yet. no. You definitely, you definitely would have seen at least one of these by now, oh, if not okay. both of them. So so, they're, yeah, they're just I must like have just missed them. Yeah, they're just like TVs, like those big old, like big screen, six by or uh, four by six, like straight up old school late nineties TVs. Yeah. yeah, There's a couple of those, just like hanging around in offices that I definitely ran into, like two of them, where they're just like they just start playing. Yeah, and it's oh, just these two nice. little. It's just it's it, they both start just the same two kids that are like basically like I, the best I can explain is that one of these de- puppets definitely feels like if Jesse was a child oh my and I cannot God. figure out who this other puppet is supposed to be, or yeah. if it's like a Rondo or what. it her brother? I don't know. I <gasps> don't know. No, they seem like friends. They don't seem like relatives. Okay. They seem more like friends that are talking, but she's definitely
0: creepy.
1: like, you definitely have this like smaller, like, female doll with red hair Mm -hmm. talking about trying to find the Bureau of Control for something. And then this other guy who's kind of dressed like also a child, but dressed like one of the the soldiers, like the, the, the hiss guards that you're Mm -hmm. fighting, like talking to her about like, like, like having conversations about things, but like definitely like, like children. And it's so weird. It's so weird. And so creepy because it's like a live action FMV children's puppet show going yeah, on Yeah, I need to game.
0: find it because all I can oh, think uh, of is that I I... it's like her after the math of their her and her brother finding that portal
1: <laughs> yeah it's just so weird but I love it every time I've come across like I said two parts of it but it's just like uh, oh that's god crazy. it gives me chills every time that's I watch great.
0: it Um, that's great fantastic oh my god that's been my week has um, been con- well little little be little bloop bloop little pieces of control here and there because uh, I haven't been able I haven't gotten a chance to play it in a couple of days Um, but yeah I freaking love that game so much Zach I, it's so really much. good
1: Threshold Kids is it, what the puppet show is called I had to look it up oh my god Threshold Kids is the name of it and just like from it's like control. Spoilers, yeah, from Control. That's what the kids show is called. And just like slight spoilers, like skip ahead 45 seconds because I didn't talk about this. The fact that her hometown is called Ordinary. Did we talk oh, about yeah. that last no, week? No, we
0: didn't.
1: Like, oh my God. Her her hometown is called Ordinary. Ordinary. Yep. Are you kidding me? Yeah. None of this is real. This is some sort of weird <laughs> construct in your brain. In brain. I don't know what's going on, but oh my God. I can't trust the reality of Control anymore.
0: No, I mean, you can't trust it. Like minute one, you can't trust anything that's going on like did, on. Like, did you f- get to
1: Did you get to the point where she finally sort of explains who she's talking to? Because it's not Sean Ashmore in an
0: interview room. No, no, I know. Oh it's, my god. Well, she talks about how after again spoilers for Control, uh, but like this is probably maybe like an hour in, hour, two hours in. I don't even know. I can't do video game timeline math thing. Um, but anyways, yeah, she explains that she calls she she um. She and her brother were, like, playing with a slide projector, but okay. every—we're uh, on the same page, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So no, she, I've
1: heard this story. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So she's playing with her brother with the slide projector, and each slide, it was a different portal. And they went through a portal, and <clears> things started to come out after them. Or they started, they saw, like, a being, and things started to come after them. And then she ran away, but her brother got taken, right? Right. And now she's trying to find her brother. And then and, and then, then the Bureau came in then, and covered
1: it up basically. And the and Bureau like, covered it up. Yeah.
0: But ever since that time <clears throat> she's had this like entity with her or this thing okay. with her. Yes. Called, oh, why can't I think of Polaris. Oh, Polaris. Polaris. Yes.
1: Because they're like, oh, the like North a guiding star, star. The guiding star. Yes. Emily,
0: who is the fucking best.
1: And they basically <laughs> fucking and they basically fucking imply you are Polaris in this scenario of mm. like She's talking to you as Polaris, and you are following her through this game.
0: Yeah. So, Um, So, it's... it's, Yeah, that was great. That whole scene was great. Oh, man! Can I... Can we... Can we... Can we... Hmm. Can we talk (laughs) real quick? Yes.
1: The answer is yes. Whatever you're about to say, because I'm farther (laughs) than you. So, whatever you want to talk about, we could definitely talk
0: about. Well, because I I am at... I have to find Marshall. That is where I'm at. So, I just... Um. Yeah, that's where I have to go and find Marshall in like the psych psych area somewhere. Paris, it's like parapsychology psychology yeah. or something. Paris Parapsychology that they call it? area. Yeah. yeah. So that is where I'm at. <clears throat> I just found a side mission that was about like I I, I don't even know what was happening, but I died. Hel- I was it
1: f- the um was it one of the like oh just go to area it's one of the times when there's like go in this area and just fight off dudes for a little while yeah Yeah. so
0: i haven't been able to finish one of those timed ones i did one accidentally i did one accidentally because i was like oh just do what i don't know what this is let's just do it and then i died and then it went away i I don't know if i can ever do do this again again, again, which i don't uh, love i mean
1: they seem to be fairly like randomly generated which is like they come in a couple of different versions which is they give you a random area Area so it's like maintenance research executive offices that kind of thing yeah and then it's like just go to this specific spot in this area of the building and there's like there's some that are like just fight everything off there's one called hiss nodes Mm -hmm. which is there's like red giant like red kind of glitchy spots show up and you just have to shoot them down until they're all gone same thing though like you're being you're being attacked at the same time so you have to like stay doing it
0: this <clears throat> one, this one was, I like ran on like a bridge
1: oh, and so then I was did. like
0: in a hotel <clears throat> and the, the walls started like crumbling and then a different way would open up and I had to get to the so mail. That's the, ashtray
1: that's the ashtray mage. Oh, uh, okay. I talked about, okay. Um, so that will come up. I had to, eventually I had to look this up because I was like, I can't figure out what the pattern is. What am I missing? Oh, I know what I time. fucked up.
0: I know this, where I fucked up.
1: And this is not the first time I've looked stuff up because I keep getting lost, <clears throat> what'll happen is that like i'll hit a checkpoint and go like i want to go do some other stuff and then mm-hmm. i'll come back to the checkpoint and mm-hmm. then i'll forget what checkpoint i was at okay so i'll get lost every now and, so and then so
0: that was the, after one. I, yes. okay, so the ashtray one okay because i thought maze. so i thought the so maze.
1: but what's going to happen is at some point you get an item that makes that easier okay so you can just get because what ends up happening is that you end up going through that it will only let you into three rooms until you have the item that lets you figure out What's going on? Okay. Otherwise, you just end up cycling through the same three rooms for like 45 minutes, Zach. What Oh, I'm going to do it. Leave I it. don't leave even leave care. Leave it, leave it, Zach. I'm... Go back until you come back later when you have the item you need, Zach. Because <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I did I'm... for 45 minutes. I went through those same like three rooms, going, I'm missing something. What am I missing? That's I'm going to do great. this or do that back and forth, and eventually I Google it. and It's like, oh, eventually audi gives you this, and then oh you can do God. it. It's like, Fuck! Okay, fine. I'm come gonna back do
0: it. I need to see it for myself. Like, yeah, it like, was so know. much fun. Like, and then I, I assumed... turned around on accident and left. Okay. Oh, yeah, So I'm I pissed! A... Because I, I thought... Like the,
1: um, I assume it's like the carousel horse or the safe, which is a situation where you hit a random thing that's like, oh, go do this, and it'll give you a random power that is not, like, part of the main missions. Yeah. And then you can go do it? So I'm waiting for that to kick off at Weird. this point.
0: <laughs> Weird. Okay. Um... Yeah, okay, so that's. I don't. Oh, that pisses me off because there was. I thought. Because you walk through the metal detector, it goes off, mm-hmm. and then one of those timed events, like. Sp-
1: oh, no, that just happened off. randomly, by the way. That timed event is not a part of that mission. Oh. What happened is you walked through that, and also the game decided now is a good time to give you a timed mission at a different part of the building.
0: That makes me so upset. <laughs> those can literally just happen yep oh i didn't realize that
1: i'll be going through here and there like i don't know if there are time to like save points like if the game is auto saving it will then cycle through and give you one randomly or something Mm -hmm. like that but like i've been going through and every now and then like i'll walk through a door and then it'll pop up and be like hey go back down to research and do this and i'll be like no i'm doing this right now oh my god that's like the rewards for those are just like more like random mods and like i don't know if they give you ability points but they definitely give you, like, mods and, like, the currency or the, like, in-game currency mm-hmm. shit going on. Yeah. Like, that's all those are there for is to just give you more opportunity to build up stock. I got you. Like, they're, they're not, like, they're not specific. I don't know if there's – I'm sure there's achievements tied to those in some way or another, but that's literally the only reward that's going to come crazy. out of those. From What I can tell is they're just randomly generated yeah. challenges for yeah. you to go through. Like, okay. So.
0: All right. But, no, I I was going to say I want to talk about the hotline.
1: <laughs> oh, and how it is, is my lot.
0: favorite mechanic oh it's so of good. this game
1: I'm pretty certain that's Max Payne that's Sam Lake that's the guy who might have written the game I have to look it up again but oh, really? like Sam Sam Lake is like one of the big shots at Remedy mm. and I know he's definitely like the the original like model and voice for Max Payne but I think he's one of their main writers now too Yeah, because people were like talking about the fact that because I haven't played Max Payne in very long it I don't notice this, but someone was like, I don't think Sam Lake can do any voice except Max Payne voice. <laughs> but great. it's always like, like like Alan Wake, where I was like, oh, I recognize this voice fucking right away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because for some reason, for a game that I have not played in years, and my only experience with Max Payne recently, or with uh, Alan Wake recently, is the first part of Quantum Break that I played. Yeah. Immediately I went, oh, that's fucking Alan Wake. What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> Like that kicked off right yeah. in my brain.
0: God, it's... I love that, but, people, but that yeah, Remedy uh, it has just people from their other games in it. She's yeah, like, yep, yeah. like, keeping in like the a, family. They,
1: yeah, exactly. They're keeping people employed. They know yeah. what they're doing. They've they're. got people that they bring in. But, yes, uh, the hotline. Oh, my God. Oh my God the concept so like, God. It's so good. Especially because they don't care that, like, the concept is you're going back to the office and getting on the phone. And they don't care that that, like, breaks whatever version it was just go in the menu listen to it do the thing and yeah. leave yeah. and it doesn't matter <laughs> otherwise.
0: yeah i just i love 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 the animation of trench like being freaking astral projected around you Just like
1: back and then like light just, that comes yeah, out at yeah. you That's like, oh, it's like that should be your shadow but actually it's trench up on the wall yeah
0: it's his freaking shadow and and then there's just like three camera angles going on, too, on the wall. But then when you actually listen to the hotline, it's those same three camera angles. I also love that when it's being like astral projected, like uh, that's what I'm going to call it, right? I mean, when that's the best That's, that's the, the best description of it, yes. When it's being astral projected, it's like you get bits and pieces, you get what you need to to get in order to like just continue on you just get the bits and pieces of what he's trying to say but then when you listen to the actual hotline message it's like Full fledged. Here's a two minute here's a two minute
1: FMV video of Sam Lake in like a dark smoky room.
0: (laughs) And it's incredible. And and we don't know what the board is.
1: We keep trying to figure out what it is, but quite frankly, we just don't know if we can trust it, but it's our only lead.
0: (laughs) And him being like oh God. It's just like, dude, what happened here? And then and then I freaking love that it's Like, live action. And I love that all the stuff with Darling is live action. And, like, all of the photos are freaking real photos. And it's just, like, it brings that element that I, like, ate up from Quantum Break into this game.
1: Yeah, and at this point, I don't want Darling to show up if he's just going to show up as human. If he shows up as, like, some sort of weird fucking conglomerate hiss monster, fine. Yeah. But I do not want... Kingdom. any sort of cgi like nope. render me of either. him of darling me in either. that lab coat just like sitting there because yeah. it will it break the rest of the game for. oh
0: it'd be terrible are you kidding me
1: <laughs> how uh so so here's the best thing uh, so i don't know if you know this let me start here because i want to talk about what might be one of my favorite games ever still hmm. since the like couple of years ago since i played it have you ever heard of her story
0: uh i don't think
1: so 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 her story is an fmv game and if anybody out there doesn't know what that means full motion video it was a thing in like the 90s going into the early 2000s where like they didn't have the technology to render human beings Mm -hmm. and so they would straight up just film people and then like whatever interactions in your game would would go through the video so like um, that I would just be just call it
0: live action,
1: right? But yes, <laughs> but, but it's very different. Liked, it's called FMV, like like as a standard in yeah. in video games. So like uh, anybody who's ever played Mist, uh, like on a small scale, FMV in a video game is something like Mist, where like you're going through a CGI rendered world, and then there's these books you would pick up, and in those books there would be little videos of like a live action dude saying something that was important to the story that's a small version of it in a larger version of it you would get games and i can't think of a specific title but essentially what you would have is like here's a murder mystery game and what you're essentially doing is like think of like a point and click adventure game mm-hmm. where it's like you click on this item or that item and someone would go a character would go over and pick up that and comment on it except it's a, literally a live action character and it's like let me click on the book and the live action actor would walk over to the book and pick it out and start reading from it and stuff like that there's a bunch
0: of those on the switch store on the e-store right now yes it's crazy There's there's
1: older games like oh sorry yes the biggest one we'll talk about this on the switch store especially is called night trap yeah night trap was a game that was all full motion video so it was but it was a sorority house like slasher film idea, right? Where it was, you are an FBI agent in in a truck with surveillance cameras watching let's get past the creepy part of that sentence, that you're watching a sorority house through these surveillance cameras but it's because there are monsters about to attack it and so you would switch through each security camera setting off the traps that would catch the monsters to save the sorority girls. So like
0: Five Nights at Freddy's kind of.
1: Kind of, kind of, except that you're watching what are literally live actors going through a live set house and yeah. so like you would click a button that would then set off the video that is the trap that was uh, catching the monster and stuff like that yeah. so That's her story crazy. comes out a few years ago and it is a again a murder mystery because again video games murder mysteries and shooting things is just easier to to make entertaining but it is that you are sitting at a computer clearly like an early like windows 98 style computer and you are cycling through videos that are interrogation tapes of a specific woman about a murder so like her husband is dead that's all you know going into this is that this woman is giving is giving is being interrogated because her husband was found dead like in their basement or something and so you are just searching through hours of interrogation video with this woman trying to piece together what happened and it is as simple as I am going to search the word murder and it's going to pull up like by the scripts, by the literal script of the game, it is going to pull up every video in which this woman says the word murder, but you only have access to like the first eight search results for any word that you search. So like if I search the word the every video in the game will probably come up, but it will only show you eight videos at the top. And so like you have to start sitting there and going like, well, okay, what's your husband's name? Let me search that. Okay, here's the eight videos that come up if I search your husband's name. Let me listen to all of those Oh, it says something about him going in the basement Let me search everything that says basement and then here's all of the videos that come up with basement Let me search through those videos and see if I can figure out that and you sit there and just cycle through all of these you just pick search terms out of your brain and go I think this will be the thing that gets me and I mean, the most interesting about that is that at some point you just decide to stop. There's like there's certain like I don't know if it's a time stamp or if it's a certain number of videos or if it is a specific set of videos. But at some point your character goes, oh, my ride's outside, which is like the game being like if you decide to exit now, you leave and just decide you've like whether or not you've got enough of this story to be satisfied personally with the story. There's not like a moment where you go like, aha, this is how you murdered the guy and this is the exact evidence and now you're going to jail. No, this you're searching through shit that's like years old. That's all done. It's just a matter of, are you satisfied with the story? And so you can sit there for hours and hours and hours on end searching through stuff and building up this whole story in your head about exactly what happened and then eventually you're satisfied and you leave. Or you go until she goes, my ride's outside. And you go, well, I guess I'm done. And you hit exit and you're done. <laughs> Jeez. You're left with whatever. So That's those crazy. It's and yet it's fantastic. It's one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Wow. And those people, uh, I have to look up exactly which game they put out because a bunch of FMV games just came out, and, and like murder mystery games just came out in that exact style. I think they're the ones that put out Telling Lies, which stars the girl from this uh, final episode, the final season of Scrubs, and is in red state. Uh, I think that's the same. I think that's the same person. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up right now, I don't know. but like But that was another game that is like here's um, oh, It is telling lies perfect so telling lies is another game that's like you're cycling through four different people's like videos that you're put up online and you're just kind of cycling through and making Decisions yourself about what is true and what isn't and stuff like that. So they've got this whole setup. Oh, it's so good but they're all they're it's all live action. None of it is like pre rendered. It's not like uh, until dawn where you're like, oh, that's yeah. Depends, depends, and Pantera and Remy Malek, yeah. that's weird. Look at these weird renditions of them. It's yeah. like no, this is just a video of them yeah. that you're searching yeah. through.
0: That's crazy. That's cool. I like that. I mean, that's it. It's it's so cool to me that like you can have that in a video game. I mean, that's why I was so. I was like, I need to play Quantum Break. Nothing can stop me from playing Quantum Break because I need to see how this works, and that really was my first like interaction with with that kind of world (laughs) of live action in in, and all that. But
1: or it's like this mix of like interactive live action video. Yeah. you and i might need to do bandersnatch one day
0: bandersnatch
1: okay. bandersnatch was the black mirror thing that just came out a couple of years ago or maybe last year which uh-huh. was literally it's it's just like that netflix you go through you're oh, watching yeah. the show and then you like make choices there's and then it a, shows you a video based on those choices and a stuff stretch like that
0: Armstrong one
1: and a, and the, a minecraft. Minecraft, the minecraft uh story mode from yeah. telltale games they did the same thing yeah yes but Bandersnatch was the one that was, like, straight up, like, produced by Netflix, Black Mirror, like, yeah. straight up, this is our yeah. concept for it. Yeah. Same kind of thing.
0: Crazy. Same
1: kind of thing. It was, like, choose your own adventure, basically. Yeah. And I but- love
0: the thing. The- I always loved choose your own adventures, although I never, like, took them seriously. I just liked the idea. I would literally just flip through and, and hardly read the story. I just liked flipping through the different things. But Quantum Break, where it's like, do you want to do this or do you want to do that? I'm like, uh, (laughs) which one makes sense? Which episode do I want to watch now? I just was so, I need to play that game again so bad. But this is really filling that void. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah. uh, Oh, so here's the thing. Here's
1: another reason we should watch Telling Lies. Sorry, I had to look this up because I need to make sure. The uh, lead from Upgrade is also (gasps) in this game. (gasps) Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> leader from Upgrade, the girl from again second season, uh last season of Scrubs and uh the movie Red State by Kevin Smith is in it. Uh, someone that oh I think everyone recognized And um uh one of the main actors from Westworld is in it. Uh yeah. Wow. So like yeah, the, the, they got, the main like, guy from um, main
0: guy from Upgrade, I'm I'm fine, I'm sold.
1: Alexandra Ship from X Men Apocalypse and Holy Love Simon shit. and Straight okay. Out of Compton is also in this game. So like they were like, Well the game is like like, programming that type of game, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I know how to program games. But you film the stuff and then you program, like, the interactions of yeah. what video plays next. I yeah. assume that means you get more money to get, like, really high quality actors in that situation, like, Wait. good character actors in that situation.
0: Alexandra, is that, isn't that Storm? Doesn't she play uh, Storm? Yes, I,
1: think yeah. it, I believe it is. Yes, that is Storm yeah. from, I from love Minnesota her! Podcast. Yes, oh. she is also in this game. That's so, awesome.
0: like, that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, okay. Well, that sucks. Now we got to play that. It doesn't suck. <laughs> but it sucks
1: in, like, a like, good way. it's getting, like, majorly high praise. Like, her story had such great praise the year it came out that you start to worry that, like, like this happened with the guys that made Until Dawn. Their latest game came out, and Jim was talking about the fact that, like, their latest game doesn't feel as, like, well-made as Until Dawn. Mm. But Telling Lies right now is, like, one of the top games of 2019 from people like it's it's wow. doing great wow. critically anyway i have no idea financially and i don't care about that part yeah but no. like critically it's being like it's being held up like her story was great telling lies is like a great build from that so yeah well, that's cool excellent
0: good oh man um i also we were talking about francis for coppola earlier and uh that's also what i did with this week is we went and saw the um, Apocalypse Now Final Cut in the theater. That's a, ga- that,
1: that's a game. That's a movie I've never that's seen.
0: Ga-
1: what? Uh, I know. Here's the deal. Dale, I'm going to tell you something right now. The, co- the three quarters of the conversation I remember might be the only Francis Ford Coppola I've ever actually seen. So...
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean here's, here's the had, thing. If I'm you not actually... a cup
1: of Dunkin' Donuts, you throw I... at me right now.
0: I was just gonna say, I'm actually not like I'm surprised, but I'm not that surprised because you've never seen Godfather. So, if you've never seen Godfather, how the hell are you gonna watch Apocalypse now? And I only like, watched
1: the conversation because it was required, was of, required me the of you, so-, <laughs> so
0: I get it. I mean, here's the thing I only watched Godfather, Godfather Part 2. The, uh, the Apocalypse Now Apocalypse <laughs> Now because I was forced to as well like the I apocalypse. I had to okay, watch grandpa. those for classes but oh man that's crazy you uh, can,
1: uh, there, oh. it's so funny every time Dale says like she hasn't seen a thing and I go oh that's weird you haven't seen that and then I remember she's seen a lot of classic shit I've <laughs> never seen so like to <laughs> me it's like you haven't seen a lot of stuff from like 1990 to now yeah
0: no. But you've
1: seen a lot of stuff Mm pre-1990 that I have not seen. Mm -hmm. I've
0: also not, I mean, there's also, like, I talk about at work and stuff, um, we were talking about Apocalypse Now and all these other war movies and whatnot, but, like, I've never seen Deer Hunter, and Deer Hunter was before Apocalypse Now. But like, Is
1: is Apocalypse Now or Platoon the one that they're making fun of in that episode of American Dad with the golf course uh, war reenactment? I feel like that's Apocalypse Now, right? Well, what's that Steve happening? is like, where Steve is like basically reenacting Apocalypse Now, where they're—is that what that is? That what thats I, that I what don't know parodying? what
0: scene in American Dad you're talking about. No, no, there's about. not a
1: scene. There's a whole episode. I don't like know what episode you're talking there's, about. There's there's an episode where he goes and does like a war reenactment with Stan, and when he shows up, he's thinking it's a Civil War reenactment, and they're like, no, 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 this is fucking Vietnam, and I'm pretty certain the whole episode after that is just a is just Apocalypse Now.
0: Well. So I've never seen Platoon, um, so it's hard for me to judge based hmm. on that. <laughs> I don't know. You can look it up, but I don't know. We're going to have
1: to watch all three. Let's watch Apocalypse Now <laughs> and then Platoon and then that America Dad episode because we'll need an upper after two downers. That we-
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, that's the thing. I he, The thing, Apocalypse Now is a movie that I – I really, really enjoy. I, I love that movie.
1: I may also be thinking of Full Metal Jacket. Sorry, oh I was God. thinking of Kubrick in all of this. Oh anyway, my God. I forgot that Kubrick was Full Metal Jacket.
0: Um, ah, uh, I can quote that one scene from Full Metal Jacket. I've never seen the full movie. Um. Anyways, <laughs> the- <laughs> Apocalypse Now is a movie that I really, really enjoy, and I so I again the only reason why I've seen Apocalypse Now is. For my intro to film class. Um I it was one of the required viewings, right? We had a we had we watched it during class. My class was an 8 a.m. class. It was my freshman year. So I oh was like, God.
1: welcome to college. I wake was, up at eight AM and fucking watch this shit. It was a oh. huge,
0: <laughs> it was a huge welcome to college class. Um and then like College was easy after that. So it
1: also sounds like the type of class that's like a bunch of freshmen would take and be like, oh film class, that's great. We'll watch oh, movies yeah. for an entire semester. Oh
0: Perfect. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that class was filled with like a handful of film majors and then the rest were like business. Or Knock marketing, students. or yeah, c- exactly. computer, or like education, and I'm like, none of you want to be here. None of you want to be here. You are here for an easy A, and What's you're going to find that... out that you're not. It's not going to be an easy A, and it's going to be hilarious.
1: What's great is those marketing guys will then go work for a film studio and not know what any of them are yeah, talking about. Exactly. They didn't pay attention
0: because <laughs> they, they just slept. But anyways, so the thing about that class was it was like it was a welcome to class kind of thing. Uh, welcome to college kind of thing because it was more a lesson in oh this classroom is across the street from my residence hall i could wake up at 7:50 and get there that's fine
1: you know this is how i tie <laughs> my two jobs now right i'm literally 20 <laughs> minutes away from both my jobs and every morning i wake up and go i bet i can do like
0: 10 more minutes yeah. but i can make it if the traffic's good <laughs> just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, uh, there was one of, this is such a bad, and then I'll go back to Apocalypse Now. One of the proudest moments I had with that class in freshman year was I woke up at like 7.50, maybe 7.49, I don't even know, and I was like, I need food. (laughs) I need food (laughs) because I need to be awake for this class. So I... It was, like, also the first time where I'm like, oh, I'm in college. I can walk around in PJs if I fucking want. I don't care. Like, I live on campus. If I want to walk, if I want to go to class in my pajamas, I'm going to do that. This is how I'm every
1: senior d- thinks, by the way. I love the fact that you hit this moment so early because this is how <laughs> every college senior thinks.
0: <laughs> it's- Zach, college was, like, very easy for me because <laughs> I just, like, laid like, I don't know it, um no, we, but, I was just yeah, having yeah. this conversation but yeah so I booked it from my residence hall to the dining hall so from uh, was Thorpe there when you were there Thorpe oh yeah hall? okay so I went from Thorpe. To the dining hall, I think back was to built like the year
1: before I started. Oh, really? That might be the new one. Is it the brand? Is was that the new fancy residence hall? No,
0: the new fancy residence hall was New Hall. That's where oh, yeah. I no, lived new all year. Right
1: yeah, New Hall was built right before I started, so everything else was built before that. Yeah. Okay.
0: So Thorpe. It, I went from Thor. If if any of you know the Rick layout, Thor might
1: be the actually the one. Thor might be the one that they stuck me in for orientation, which made me go. I don't ever want to live at college. <laughs> I'm going to live at home and drive in every day. Yeah, but,
0: uh, that makes sense. I loved Thor Paul when I when I was a freshman. But anyway, so I went from Thor Paul to the dining center, which is not far, right? Nope. But I but I ran there had to get food, which, like, there's a good amount of people in there. Yeah, and then the thing ran. thing is that you
1: probably waited in line longer than it took you to walk. Oh, just yeah. To... <laughs> yeah.
0: So, <laughs> I mean, the the thing and the dangerous thing was, like, Thorpe Hall, my, the three buildings that I went to during this day was Thorpe Hall, the, re- the dining hall, and then Horace Mann, which is in right the middle of both of those buildings, right? Uh-huh. And so it's just one line, and they're all, s- like, a stone throw from each other. So I just like ran past Horseman, got food, ran back, and was still there on time. And I'm like, this I should not this have just dangerous. learned this. I should not have unlocked I this should talent. Not have, I, should not- <laughs> I should not have just learned this. But I did. And it was great. Um oh man that's great
1: that's like the day that i was like oh you mean if i skip like three classes i'm good because like i get four absences and then it's a problem i should never have been told that no one should ever put that on a syllabus college professors who are listening to this in the future never (laughs) never put the number of times someone can be absent through a class on a syllabus because they will try and make that work And then Tr- they'll get stuck in Washington, D.C., and they'll come back, like, three days later than they expected, and then they'll almost fail your class. I
0: oh so, well, we need to hear that story. But anyways.
1: That please. was only the second time I took that psych <laughs> class. It's fine.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyways, so one, one of the mornings uh, that I was in my intro to film class was Apocalypse Now. And I remember watching the first half of that movie, falling asleep. Waking up at another scene, which I don't know if you I don't do you know stuff about Apocalypse now or do you have no Maybe. clue? I
1: have like bits and pieces that I've do gotten you, through osmosis.
0: Do you know that there's a USO scene? Like there's a there's the performance with like the Playboy Bunnies?
1: Nope, don't know about that one. Alright.
0: So there's a scene where they go to a USO like show and it's the Playboy Bunnies and they're like dancing and doing all that, right? And it's cool. all the guys being sure. um yeah, whatever. So so I fell asleep, and they were on. They were on this river, like going through, shooting, whatever. Fell asleep. Okay, that scene sounds woke familiar. Up, what's really woke... funny is that that scene sounds familiar. Well, it's basically the whole movie, Zach.
1: They're used... <laughs> the whole movie is just a boat on a river. The
0: whole movie. They're basically. That's
1: you know what's really funny. that's it. also definitely an American Dad reference. which yeah. is what I'm remembering. <laughs> Jesus. that roger one episode is just like oh yeah i have like a whole episode where i was on a banana boat on a river and something Jeez. <laughs> and i think that's that oh, shot
0: man. god okay <laughs> so so and then i wake up at the uso thing and i swear to you right now i thought we started watching a different movie <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like oh fuck I just fucked up all my chances in this class. My teacher, my teacher had to, my professor had to turn on the lights and change the movie. Have I been asleep for that long? And then no, there's Martin Sheen again. And I'm like, how is this the same movie? I feel like I've been sleeping forever. But, anyways, we, I, I'm trying to I, think of
1: what movie I can I, I can equate that to that's like uh, has that much of a tonal shift.
0: It just that's it, like if you fell asleep not to
1: beat a dead horse, but if you started watching the Twin Peaks movie Fire <laughs> and you fell asleep before the first half hour of that movie yeah. ended, and you woke up sometime in the second. Two hours of that movie, you'd think you were watching a different movie. Well, it's like La Vita like, Bella. The movie opens up with Chris Isaacs in a trench coat, and it ends with Ray Wise murdering his daughter. And I don't know—that's oh. a very different movie.
0: <laughs> well, it's—it's it's also like La Vita Bella, like Life is Beautiful, right? It's which I don't know if you know that movie. It's Italian. It's Roberto Benini. No idea. Going nope, over your head. No, no, talking this about I'm Zach, sorry, Fellini what is, now? This is this, um, it's an Italian movie. It's about so basically the first half of that movie is really happy about this guy and his family and all of that. And then the second half is there in a concentration camp. And I should not laugh at that sentence. No, but I'm sorry is no no no. But it's 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 a total shift. And, like, while they're in the concentration camp, it's him and his son, and he pretends like they're playing a game so that his kid doesn't really know what's going on. Oh,
1: this sounds familiar. Yes, no, I've heard yeah. of this.
0: You've probably okay. seen... You've probably... S- the biggest scene out of that movie that I think is used a lot is where uh, Roberto Benigni, who is the you know star of the, the movie, uh, he is... He, like pretends like he can translate German and so he stands up next to this you know, German soldier and instead of translating because he actually can't he's explaining the quote unquote rules of the game to his son and it's like that's probably one of the biggest iconic scenes of that movie Um, but like if you wake up if you fall asleep in the first half of that movie and then wake up in the second half you're like what the hell just happened But, like, now that I've seen Apocalypse Now, I've actually sat down in, like, Devin and I sat down and watched it. Not in a theater-esque environment. I've seen that whole movie. The USO scene is really not that tonally different. I just had no idea what was going on.
1: (laughs) No, I just imagine that, like, thinking of...
0: I just... I woke up to Playboy Bunnies dancing. Yeah.
1: From what I know of that movie, I can imagine <laughs> that scene being like how ridiculous was mm-hmm. it that we tried to distract our soldiers with this bullshit yep. when horrible things were happening. Oh yeah. Around them. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was it was crazy. And then the rest of the movie happened. But yeah. Um so the final cut is basically <clears throat> Francis Ford Coppola.
1: It's 99% U.S.O. show, and no. then like one minute on either side. No,
0: no, 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 no. no. <laughs> so there's there's Apocalypse Now, that was like released theatrically and all of that. Then there's Apocalypse Now Redux, which has a bunch of stuff added to it. I don't know what has been added to it. Uh, I've never seen Apocalypse Now Redux.
1: Sounds like this type of thing where someone but, came through and was like, "Hey, we got a bunch of random shit. What if we threw this well, on a DVD and sold it to people?"
0: Well, it went from two hours being the original release to like three, three like and a half, maybe. I could have oh, that wrong.
1: Someone added the missing pieces but, to like, that movie. Redux. Basically.
0: Redux is three and something. I don't know. It's not straight 3 hours. It's like 3 and maybe like 20 3 3:20. Three, 20, I don't know. 3 hours and 20 minutes. I don't know. I don't know exactly the time. But now final cut comes and is 3 hours long. So it cut stuff out of Redux but like still was able to make a 3-hour movie.
1: This this is me guessing. I'm assuming Kubrick was still alive for the final cut so final
0: cut was just this year
1: oh yeah i got nothing then yeah so what i was gonna say was it sounds like you had you know theatrical cut and then someone was like what if we just threw in all of the shit they cut from the movie and tried to resell it for money nope. and then someone else came in and was like you idiots no yeah this needs to still be cut down and let me do like what is essentially like the blade runner final cut like this is what i actually wanted to put on screen but yeah. they wouldn't let me yeah. thing." Yeah. but yeah. if it just came out this year no, it, like, I'm, who, I'm, who has that authority? I'm
0: almost positive it came out this year because I was looking at a scene, a to, uh, thing today, and when I typed in "Apocalypse Now" to find out what year it came out, "Apocalypse Now Final Cut 2019" showed up. Jesus. So I was like, "Oh, all right." So, anyways, it's a th- now it's a three-hour movie, and the <clears> things that are are added to it just are. It's really cool, and like it's kind of it's kind of hard to talk you talk about it because you haven't seen the original movie um but like the movie is super super slow like it is very much a we are building the story we're telling you the story and you need to be there for the ride um it's kind of like a day in the life or a couple days in the life of these of these men like you you need to live in it just like just you just know, like a simple
1: slice of life drama. <laughs> it's the morning to afternoon to night of a day-to-day soldier in the worst, dumbest shit America ever did. Yeah. You know, just one of those.
0: <laughs> um. But so, and and, and it, it but it flows like it flows really, really well. It's no, just sure it super slow. Just
1: like it's just funny to think of like putting oh, no. the Vietnam War against the terms. Well, there was there, was there was there was that
0: like... whole. Well, that's what they were, right? They were they were all of these movies came out to show what the fuck was going on. Like what these people what what guys what people had to go through in the Vietnam and, and in the Vietnam, in Vietnam and it's just like words don't work right now. Stop. It. It's the Vietnam. So, so it's like that's what those movies were and it was totally to, like, capitalize on what well, I mean, we a, just it, went through as it's a country. A weird,
1: right. It's and a weird it's, thing, right? Because it was a weird, it was one of those first in, this is the thing that happened in the 70s. And, I mean, to really call back to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood of all friggin' mm. things. Like, I think this was a thing, right? Like, you saw, like, movie making changed in the 70s. A big part of that, if you ask Quentin Tarantino, is the Charlie Manson murder of Sharon Tate. And to a lot of other people is also Vietnam. Like, these are things where, like, the and Watergate, even, with Nixon, which would come, you know, years later. But, like, this whole idea of this huge shift in how we view the world includes, like, you need to show the world the terrible shit that's actually going on. Oh, yeah. Because, like, we have created this weird, like saccharine whitewashed version (laughs) Mm -hmm. of the world Mm -hmm. and someone came in with a fucking sledgehammer and was like no but also the fucking vietnam war is happening and also people are being like rich people rich white people are being murdered in their homes yeah all this other stuff so like so like it's weird with vietnam stories especially that come out in the late 70s where it's like you're definitely making money off of this horrible thing. Mm-hmm. But also, it's also the only way people will know how horrible this Exactly.
0: Was. Well, that's – I was just talking – I was talking about that yesterday with one of my coworkers in that, like, I feel like when I was learning about these wars, the, the wars that really got focus were, like, World War II and World War I. Like, those I remember having – you know month long almost two month long discussions about like it was it was crazy and i i feel like vietnam and like the korean war and even like the cold war all those really got glossed over and i said that honestly if i wasn't exposed to these vietnam wars cuz i to these vietnam war movies and these these vietnam war films like if i was never exposed to those i don't feel like i would understand Vietnam. And let's be honest, I barely understand it now. Like, it's, it just didn't, basically, it just doesn't make sense. And it, that's what everybody was fighting about is that it doesn't make sense why we're here, all of that. But if I, it's weird to me that, like, that it gets glossed over. So, yeah, it's gr- kind of gross that they were, they were like, hey, this huge thing that kind of brought everybody together, but also, B- divided the country, like let's make let's make some movies on it, but it's also that's like you said, it's the only way some people are gonna understand it's- what the fuck happened because it gives you it freaking hurts to watch, and it's like yeah, it should hurt to watch. We should like pe- you know how people say like we shouldn't have been there, we it, it, you know all of that. I don't know because I don't. I don't that's a, actively that's a think about war. so
1: That's a discussion you and I will have off camera someday and maybe we'll go back to it when, I don't know, a war movie comes out. But yeah. this is, I do want to talk about, okay, this is why First Blood is an important piece of cinema mm. and book writing, novel writing, whatever you want to call it. So I got in this fight with a dude online one day because oh I was God. talking about Ram... We were talking about Rambo. Uh-huh. Somehow we got on Rambo because we were talking about something else and Rambo came up. This was a Twitter fight, so it went stupid real quick. And I was like, this is why Rambo is so important because Rambo is all about the, like... Uh, destructive like ptsd that came out of vietnam and all of this other stuff we got a whole back and forth before i realized that this guy was doing the Jackassy thing Mm -hmm. which is that the first rambo film is not called rambo it's just called first blood and then it's rambo i think second the second movie is just called rambo 2 or it might be rambo something else i forget yeah and i was like you're doing the fucking Jackassy thing aren't you where you're just like oh the first movie is not actually called rambo so if you call it rambo you're just being no first blood just to just get away from that stupid fucking conversation. But the novel and even the subsequent Sylvester Stallone film, first blood is all about just how fucking like horrible Vietnam was for someone because the actual movie and novel are about a guy who does not want to kill people. And in fact, questionably maybe only kills one person in that whole movie. Mm-hmm. If you consider, and I've been told this, I have not actually sat down and watched First Blood yet. I have not made this decision myself. I've, I've never seen but my it, understanding yeah. is that whether or not you consider when he takes down a helicopter with a rock, if that pilot dies, that's the only time questionably Rambo kills anybody in that first movie. <laughs> <Jeez>. yeah. <laughs> he throws a rock at a helicopter yeah. and hits the blades and it just comes down. It's like the whole thing. But otherwise, that is an entire movie about, like, a guy who is, like, traumatized by Vietnam and, like, he gets into a situation where he gets blamed, I think, I believe gets blamed for something he doesn't do, but because he's, like, the drifter that just came into town, it's just assumed he did this thing. Mm -hmm. And the way he is treated and the way that, like, local law enforcement treat him and all this, it becomes, like, a whole extreme, like, kind of treatise on how we're treating these veterans that came back from this yeah. stupid thing we sent them out to do yeah. and then they came back and we're like we're so we're so ashamed of this idea we're trying to ignore it that we're also going to ignore the veterans from Vietnam in the mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. that like all of a sudden we're not giving them the right mental health treatment to deal with their trauma and that sort of thing yeah. and so like we hit this weird thing and the, the but the time is that first blood comes out in the 80s 20 years after vietnam ends like or 15 years because that was like early 70s but like it's not till the 80s that we finally start being like oh shit we fucked this up guys Yeah. yeah we fucked up this whole process and so it's really like a long time before we get start getting these movies that are like this was a dumb bad thing we did yeah and we need to deal with that and because the 80s was the 80s that meant that a like a production company came in and was like, but we're also gonna make money off of it. Yeah. And so you immediately get into this weird situation where it was like, We want to talk about Vietnam and the the terrible things we did there, but mm-hmm. we really want to make money off yeah. of it. So what Which, if it was really flashy?
0: <laughs> that's weird. Okay, so we were just like I said, we were just watching an episode of Instinct Instinct, uh, before we recorded and it was talking about duality and whatnot and like it, it, it is this situation where you're being gross because you're freaking, you're making money off of this tragedy. But at the same time, these stories still need to get told. And movies are so responsive. People, people respond to movies. They're, they're one of the easiest forms of media for people to, like, sit down and just watch. And... It, it makes it, 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 it's easier to stomach when you watch a movie, too, because it's just a movie. But, like, when you step back and are like, no, this shit actually happened, like, that's why it's, it's a, it's, it's such a sucky situation where it's like, yeah, I don't want, it, it sucks that they're making money off of this stuff. But at the same time, I don't think I would know what I know about the Vietnam War if I hadn't seen these movies. And that's, that pretty much comes down to it.
1: That comes down to a situation. I don't know if you've ever seen this comic. I forget the the name of the guy, and I'm sorry for that. But there's this, like, a comic that goes around Twitter all of the time, Mm. every time something happens, every time something terrible happens, basically, which is like, um, It's like a a surf in like feudal Europe. Mm -hmm. There's like complaining about the monarchy and a guy comes out of a well and it's like, oh, you complain about society and yet you live in it every day, basically. And it's like a situation that's like, yeah, like it sucks that that's the only way a mass audience Mm -hmm. understands something like Vietnam or even later, like post 9-11 all of the iraq war stuff like bones i watched 12 seasons of bones and Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things about that is that booth it's like one of your major characters is a second gulf war veteran yep he like goes to he goes to afghanistan comes back for like few seasons and there's literally an entire season about how he went back to iraq to train more people and came back because that was like a thing we were glorifying after 2003 yep all the time And let's—it's just how we—it's how we process and understand things because we live in a society where it's like, well, if you can make money off of it, then we'll talk about it. And then you have to like wait for movies like Black Hawk Down to come out yeah. and be like, oh shit, it—it it sucks to be a soldier sometimes. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan—is that how—is that really how brutal World War II was? Like, yeah, because yeah. we weren't making money off of things that weren't like, I'm gonna punch a Nazi in the face for years yeah. until it was like, well, what if we showed what the actual Storming the beach at Normandy looked like, which is that it was fucking horrific, guys.
0: Yeah, I mean think, uh, I mean, hacks, uh, hacksaw ridge, like that movie, is hard to watch. But I, that movie's so good. Like I love that movie because it's a good movie. But every, have you? Did you see that? No. Hacksaw ridge. Okay, it is a tough movie to watch, but. It's done in this way where it's like, Jesus, like this this was a horrific <clears throat> event that these people needed to go through. And yeah, it's just ugh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And it's just it's just how it's we process hard... things. And it's weird. It's but weird it because is... this
1: is how we Ow. as a group <laughs> process things right now because we are based on this idea of what makes money. Mm-hmm it's prestigious kind yeah. of thing. What? And so like, that's how people have learned to work mm-hmm. in that system and be like, I need to, that's how Stanley Kubrick comes in and makes a movie like, yeah. like a uh, full metal jacket or how Francis Ford Coppola comes in and makes a movie like apocalypse now where you're like, we need to show people these things. And the only way we're going to do it is by getting, You know, high-profile actors to come in and do this, Mm -hmm. or we're gonna come in and we're gonna be really flashy with this or that. It's like, but you need to understand that this was a horrible event, and the only way to do it is with this.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like it's. It's this weird thing where it's, I don't know.
1: I mean, even the conversation, like we had talked about that, like the whole idea of government surveillance, Mm -hmm. just in the 70s and 80s. (laughs) because watching- like that's a thing we need to talk about yeah, but yeah. also like we're making these people paranoid yeah. by setting them out there yeah. and doing this thing I mean but
0: setting <sighs> it like I said if it's a movie it's easier to stomach too like it's it's way easier to stomach than if you were just watching the news because it's it's this it's this Quote unquote, like fantasy world but you still need to know that it happened so if this is how you're going to get these stories told i mean if we're not going to learn it in school like i said i don't remember learning that much about the vietnam war in school and like that's kind of where it should no
1: and it's because that's where in, it
0: should be taught you should right. be taught about it there i shouldn't you know, I should be getting, I should be getting the education there, and then using these movies to like further that education, and using and using documentaries to further that ed- education, and books and all of that. But you need to talk about it. Y- you right. need to talk about these things. And unfortunately,
1: and I don't know. So let me explain. Oh, God, we're gonna go long again. but It's fine. We'll still end this thing. This before is not an hour and where and I expect I this conversation swear. to no. go to. No. Great, because guess what? I'm gonna tie it back to Twin Peaks at the end of this. I promise it'll make sense. It's not just talk me about being Pokemon. self-reverential. We'll talk about that next week because there's a direct tomorrow. I know. But so, and you can tell me if your high school did the same thing. My high school did this. This is how history classes always worked in my like American mm-hmm. history, especially, mm-hmm. always worked in our in our schools, which was like you talk about the founding of America. Definitely not the real story of how it was we Definitely, white watch a bunch of that shit. Talk about the founding of America. Then you get into like the civil, like Revolutionary War and the Civil War. Those are the two important ones. We're not gonna talk about the War of 1812 or the French and Indian War. None of that shit matters. What matters is the Revolutionary War, where we became a country, and then we talk about the Civil War, where the country was at war with itself. And we don't talk about anything that happened in between, even though that shit's also important. But we skip over that because we don't have a lot of time.
0: Well, I mentioned Damn. it. Yeah
1: then you get at the end of civil war and you skip reconstruction entirely the entire section where things like song of the south came out was like a whole other like weird thing with the walt disney company because that's a weird era that they're doing but like it's a whole thing that you skip over because like no no, no we ended slavery with the civil war let's get to the, the let's get to the next thing which is like world war one there's like 50 years in between that that we just don't talk about and you get to World War One. Even in World War One, we don't talk about that much because we talk about how we just kind of came in after a thing and Franz Ferdinand got shot. A bunch of people went to war. We just kind of skip over that. Cool. Then shit went bad financially for a while. We talk about the Great Depression and how that kind of sucked. Cool. We'll read a bunch of Steinbeck novels. I love Steinbeck. That's great. Still, I, it's an era we talk about all the time. And then we get into World War Two, and we talk about how America came in after – Fucking Pearl Harbor and kicked ass, and then we ran out of time. Mm -hmm. So let's kind of talk about the civil rights movement because it's February. So we talk about the civil rights movement a little bit, and then that's it. So we skipped. We went from World War II to the civil rights era. We skipped the twenty-five years in between those. Yeah and we didn't really talk about Vietnam a lot because the civil rights era is right there. Why would we talk about Vietnam where America looked bad when we could talk about the civil rights era where we can pretend America looked good because we pretend like we were listening to the people protesting during that when really America was also bad then, but let's talk about Martin Luther King for a while and feel better about ourselves. And then we should really talk about current history and shit's been weird since 9-11. And we skip over so much shit in the America, in like our public school system, about American history, mm-hmm. like that's what I remember talking about because those were like the events we talked about, and we skipped over everything else. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know if it was the same for you, but for us, that's definitely what we did.
0: I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember like a timeline. Uh, I, I, I just I,
1: remember because it was literally every other year. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, how, I, I don't. Yeah. The,
0: the biggest things I remember learning about were like the Industrial Revolution. Because we I even that we I skipped loved over that, learning, shit. loved learning about that. Um, and then, yeah, we talked about World War II a bunch. The thing too that when I was in school, for me for history, it was a lot of, okay, I'm really interested in, I was really interested in like old American history, like the Civil War and and all of that. and um, th- that stuff interested me in middle school. And then in high school, we were, it, it was just, like, World War Two, World War Two, World War Two, which is fine. It's, we need to talk about it. It's an important thing that we need to talk about, right? But then I you was, really like... You really hammer
1: it in your head that Nazis are bad, because apparently that's a concept <laughs> but, we need to hammer into people these days.
0: <laughs> but, like, the, in high school, I was way more interested in European history, to the point where... My final year where I did not need to take a history class, I took a European history class because I was like, I just need to know more about what was happening in Europe and and in and all of this. I, I just need to know because I'm not going to get it in my other classes and it's really where I'm interested in. I'm interested in, in all the stuff that was going on in Italy, like everything, just everything I am interested in all of this. So that's where my attention went. So all of my, all of the attention that I could have been giving to the stuff we were talking about in my American history classes I was trying to give to European history uh which I know is not great but it was also it's like
1: a, I mean it's more indicative of like a structural problem yeah. with the way we teach history in yeah. this country it's got But it's less also to do with that but it's also ugh.
0: just like teachers make a difference i we i can't get oh, into this conversation oh, no, no, no. because like oh, i
1: mean the short answer is that like you get someone who's passionate about teaching that yeah. and you're going to learn way more from someone who's not yep the, yeah. the end like the, that's how that the yeah. year
0: the year that we were learning about like world war 2 world war uh, where we would have been talking about vietnam korean war like all of that um my t- teacher well, i was not a huge fan of my t- i liked her she just she wasn't her teaching style didn't jive with me, and it really just like went downhill <laughs> for for me there. Um, but yeah, it's it is. So I don't know. It's such a weird thing.
1: <laughs> I agree. And to tie, like uh, I said, I would do this to tie this back to Twin Peaks very quickly, and then no we'll end the episode. But uh, this is important. I, I I promise you, this is actually important. So when you take all of Twin Peaks as a whole. It is a series that talks about some like deep, dark shit, not even getting into the weird stuff it gets into with like demons and what is heaven and hell and all this other stuff. All of it is metaphor and it all becomes this weird kind of structural metaphor for like the dumb, deep, dark shit that people do to each other and how do you actually structure that and talk about it. And, like, sometimes it's easier to talk about things like killing and rape if you're talking about things like demons and black lodges and white lodges and doppelgangers and things like creamed corn becomes weirdly important in that. And <laughs> because you start creating metaphors on top of metaphors on top of metaphors so that you can then frame, like, trauma and... In, in, Like I said, killing and all this other stuff in like these weird ways because that's the way to talk about it in film and TV Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. And so like like, that's why every time movies come out, I try to think about like what they're actually saying as opposed to just like what's on the screen. And that's also why I'm an English major and not just like (laughs) sitting down and watching movies. And it's made watching things hard. That's why I still don't know if I'm gonna watch the Joker movie because I still don't know what that movie's trying to say to people. Mm. So, so like, yeah, you're right in that like we we use movies and stuff to make things easier to talk about, and I think that's that's just how I view things these days, and especially like the last few months as I've been like rewiring my (laughs) brain. All this Twin Peaks shit Mm -hmm. is like, and David Lynch entirely like I think like with a racer head, he's trying to look at things in a different perspective of like this is what your brain actually goes through versus what's actually in front of you kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah. I I just like I just sometimes it's just easier to look at certain things if you just reframe it in a fucking weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean Yeah. And I mean there are definitely movies out there that just don't have any of that.
1: <laughs> yes, and uh, and those are also good. Like sometimes it's good to just be like, this movie wasn't trying to do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. just sit down and watch it. It's why I, so why Sleepaway Camp, a terrible movie, Friday the Thirteenth, a movie that I don't think is trying to say anything beyond, isn't it? Like, like look at these people. Look at Kevin Bacon die in this weird way. Like those are important sometimes, and I try to take those away. But like sometimes I just need, like I I like watching a thing that makes my brain do that i watched the steven universe movie at work yesterday Is that <laughs> the out? steven, oh, the steven universe movie premiered last night and i have not seen that whole series i have watched the first half of that first season multiple times but i've never like sat down and just watched it all the way through i, want to. <laughs> I watched that movie half paying attention at work and it was fantastic <laughs> but it was also a movie that's like actually a thing that I would sit down and watch multiple times and be like oh they're saying this or that about like friendship and family and uh, trauma and <laughs> bad things too like that's that's why I think that in like Adventure Time and these other shows end up hitting harder than like the dumb thing that comes out for like a season and a half mm-hmm. and disappears because like they're speaking on a different level but they're doing it through these weird metaphorical shit that comes up Yeah, yeah that's our show everybody. I don't, mean... I don't know what we were planning on talking about this week, but it was not
0: I was going to talk about
1: trauma. I was going <laughs> to
0: talk about Pokemon Master. You know what?
1: Oh, I forgot you started playing that because yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. Next week is going to be dumb. Next week we're going to talk about uh going And we're going to talk about probably talk about control some more, I'm sure. Um I don't know. More stuff will come up. I We'll talk more about Twin Peaks because I spent money on it and I need to justify it at this point.
0: I'll probably talk about Hilda finally. There we go. I want to talk about Hilda.
1: I'm going to, you know what? Here's my guarantee. First off, I'll finish Hilda. Uh, Secondly, I'm going to finish at least the first season of Steven Universe and Adventure Time by next week.
0: Jesus. I don't (laughs) want to make the same promise.
1: No, 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 no. You don't have to do anything. I just want to talk about stuff that isn't I mean, I'm sure I'll find more stuff to think about with Impressing. Adventure Time and Steven Universe. But, like, the the thing with both of those shows is that they start off very, like, childish and episodic and goofy. So, you should like,
0: watch Star vs. Uh, the Forces know, of Evil! people
1: who wrote for Gravity Falls wrote right for that. I know. I know. I'm getting Some there.
0: people, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um... But yeah, no. We'll have lighter, dumber stuff to talk about next week. I promise. <laughs> I won't bring up Twin Peaks again. How about that? I promise I won't bring up Twin Peaks again. <laughs> Maybe part eight. I don't know. I don't know. We, just, oh, need so we just
0: need something that we don't have to analyze. Yes. Because I like... will
1: bring up stuff. I will bring up stuff that is not about analyzing things. It is just sitting down and watching and enjoying it, and then we'll go from there.
0: I mean, I still analyze Hilda, but I'll like not everything. as much. <laughs>
1: My brain can't not analyze. I think
0: you're just stuck in this realm right now where you're analyzing everything.
1: Oh, I've been stuck in that realm. No, no, no. Here's the here's the here's the thing. I've been stuck in that realm since the end of high school, and I've never gotten out of it. (laughs) I could I could write pages about the Leprechaun films.
0: Oh, I mean, here's the thing. I analyze shit too. Don't get me wrong. I mean. It's what I had to do in school It's like tell you about. Basically what Our degrees are in is analyzing Shit <laughs> Like How's what this? Do. I'll,
1: I'll watch more dumb <laughs> Every now and then when I really need to like Shut my brain off I'll start cycling through Amazon To find the like weird early, t- early 2000s like Sex comedies <laughs> that are like Oh what if like road trip had been Like straight to DVDs type of things I watched a bad Euro trip knockoff. I'll talk about really? that. Maybe. Oh, there we go. That's the thing.
0: You should watch. I love you, man. Just cause no, I've seen, I love you, man.
1: No, no, Uh-oh. no, I've seen that. Oh, but that's a good movie. I'm again. talking about watching bad movies because no, my brain needs to like shut off. Yeah. So like, maybe we'll talk about, those. <laughs> we'll talk about the worst things. Cause I've learned recently <laughs> that Amazon, basically you can just put up a thing on Amazon and you can make it part of Amazon prime. Like by your choice, it's got oh. nothing to do with Amazon's choice. <laughs> not like netflix where they're like fighting for for licenses it's like amazon's like oh you can get so much money if you put it on prime or you can make this much money if you only make it available to stream or like only dvd off of those sales so like amazon's like put up whatever dumb shit you want to put up we don't give a shit (laughs) god it's just a revenue split nothing to do with licensing they're just revenue splitting so um so this has
0: been say report junior we've Uh, got to
1: Episodes by rambling because we just keep doing it. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter if you search Say Report Jr., and YouTube if you search Say Report Jr., and Spotify and all of your podcast apps and iTunes if you search Say Report Jr. Um, you can search <laughs> each of us individually. I am at Zerwiski.
0: I am at Dale's Brain.
1: And with that, we should get ice cream. We should get
0: ice cream. <laughs> we should definitely get ice cream. And Liz. You should take it away. Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.